Where would, where would we be without potatoes? And, I don't uh, know. I mean, they're not, those aren't so bad for you. I imagine boiling them and in, in I'll have a pound of salt's probably not, uh, <sighs> but it's going to taste fucking great. See, like I'm a, I'm a yeah. massive fan of, of instant noodles and big ramen eater, eater. And, uh, Dude, I can only eat like a pack a week because they're just you get like three weeks worth of sodium in, in one pack, and it's like, yeah. damn, it's so fucking good though. Yes. All right. Yeah. I, yeah. I have, yeah. What do you? Yes. <laughs> I got a. I got. I forgot to put on my. I didn't order my thing, but maybe I can try to find you some bastard. kind of a. Uh, just use like a use a like a like a garbage bag. I can do some kind of filter. <laughs> filter. Yeah, that's looking pretty great. It's kind of looking like Cousin Eddie's hat with awesome hair coming out from underneath. That's what it reminds me. The structure of it is very. uh, (laughs) It's way curlier than it than it was in the uh, picture. I must say, this was supposed to be. (laughs) Got to curl it. This is supposed to be. You kind of got a Rick James. That's kind of a Rick James vibe you got going on there. There, there we go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's Vindicator. (laughs) My notes. There's Chop. Hey guys. Hey. Hey. Yeah. What's good, oh, Joe? What? 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 <laughs> there we that, go. That's it, man. You guys <laughs> suck. <laughs> you guys, guys, guys suck. Guys, guys, I, I apologize up front if my phone decides to go out and it, I, it's got a charge. So you know. You should apologize for that hair. Can you can you charge it in now somewhere? <laughs> see, see, I'm I'm wild card. Thirty years from now, so Dude. never. Never. I'll be rocking the Hulk Hogan uh, before <laughs> before I uh, have no hair. Let me tell you, Mean Gene. I had to bring it. You know? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. What? what? Oh. I, can hear, I can hear Dread going, that some bitch. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, That's all right, though. It sounds like uh, you're all, you're ready. You're loosey goosey and right for the show. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I'm I'm right for it, man. I'm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I already got my intro and everything ready for this one, buddy. Let me. Nice. That's good. That's good. We're gonna be uh, getting ready. Yeah. Yeah. If you wanna, if you wanna jump into it, Mark, because like I said, he he said he would join us, but again. Yeah, where well, there's I, Billy, right? Billy's right there. He's here. He's in. Fuck, you're here. Yeah. Can't you see anything? Can't you see? Yeah. Come on, wild card. Get on a fucking computer, man. <laughs> where are you at, Billy? You gotta say something. Get a laptop, dude. Yeah. You, come on, you guys are failures. <laughs> No way! I, I use my phone. Phone. It's our it's our producer's fault. Hey, there he yeah. is. There yeah. he is. I, I, the, you hear it's it? my fault. Yeah, we, we can hear you, buddy. It's always my fault. Finally, that's right. This is this is Billy, guys. This is I see. I have a real I have a real band. That's that's a band member. Nice. Fix my dad. Yeah, so he showed up willingly. Or are you paying him a dollar or what? <laughs> yeah, he, he came business. against his will. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there he is. <laughs> cool man glad to have you Hell yeah. Hell yeah. i like your vix tone that's good dreadbull that's really mm-hmm. great yeah that's who i am i was gonna oh, i like it i was I gonna like draw it. some little skulls and stick them on my fingers you know some some badass <laughs> yeah, skulls. why didn't you <laughs> yeah i don't know i ran out of time man yeah you got your double Started rings watching football like back <laughs> in the day instead <laughs> no, there you go that's rock and roll for you <laughs> <laughs> i'm a rock and roll i got a rock and roll oh, this thing's already starting to itch oh god <laughs> welcome to the pain <laughs> he's got the rick J- he ordered the rick james wig <laughs> nice dread is now super i'm Vic james show. bitch <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. print it on a shirt 
Yeah, that's it, it. man. Nice, (laughs) nice, excellent. Well, Billy, Uh, welcome to uh, Heavy Metal Horror, man. Welcome. Hey, thanks for having me, man. It's a good time. Yeah, glad to be here. Yeah, I I hope you're here to help us eviscerate Vic. uh, (laughs) Yeah, that (laughs) new uh, that new new quote unquote album he put out. (laughs) Yeah, I know you're on it too, so we'll we'll take it easy on you for about five minutes. Yeah. Right on, just fine. Yeah, don't expect any uh, free lunches here, man. No corner here, brother. Yeah. Oh man, uh, brutality. Right. Hey, this is Ralph Sheepers, and you're listening and watching to Heavy Metal Horror. Hi. And Montag, mass revolution. What goes up must come down, but not always. Hey, I'm Chop Top, and you know me that from previous shows, but today, I'm wild card 20 years from now. <laughs> I'm <Vic> Tone. <laughs> hey, hey! Ah, wild card. <laughs> I forgot who I was. <laughs> and you Billy are listening. Billy's on. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's yeah. going on. And so you didn't didn't get the today, Billy. None of us do. Come on. Vic never prepared him what to do. <laughs> no, no, he no. didn't. He was like, hey, you want to do this? He played you for a fool. <laughs> you mean you're not a listener already, Billy? Come on, man. <laughs> I don't even have internet. <laughs> oh, there we go. It's like the Flintstones. With this yeah, it's like the Flintstones with these guys. Hey, yabba dabba, give me my car. Oh, and you are listening. We're the Vic Stones. Meet the Blit Vic Stones. <laughs> well, this be a rough one. <laughs> Let's get the intro finished. Come on. And you are listening to Heavy. <laughs> Oh, kiddies, tonight we skewer one of our own gleefully. Tonight, old Vic Wildcard is being joined with fellow bandmate Billy Zahn for (laughs) Vindicator Communal Decay, the new album by vindicator (laughs) and we are going to we're going to tell Vic how we really feel Uh, and we're going to make up a bunch of lies really open up it's time it's time we have done enough shows together (laughs) hold back enough man yeah yeah we're done holding back Uh just just like with dreadball and and myself we're coming of age episode yep yep we're going to be showing our open contempt for one another (laughs) (laughs) the long going brotherhood the to barely tolerate each other. It's the best thing about the pandemic. We don't have to actually see each other in real person face. <laughs> oh, but tonight, Vic, we're going to talk about your uh, new album, Vindicator, uh, Communal Decay. Uh, which number album is this? Is it five? This is uh, four. Four. This is our fourth okay. full length. Yeah. Yeah. And um, uh, first, I, uh, you know, I, I want to say thank you for letting us uh, take this time to. Uh, you know, talk about it, skewer you a little while and, and give praises to Billy 
for the best parts of the record. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Thank you. All right. All right. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, like we've been doing with our Rush kind of albums, we're just going to start. We're going to work track by track. At least that's how I got notes for every track. Same I mean, thing. there's... They're short notes because there's not much good to say, but you know, I'm <laughs> looking forward to uh, you know the lead guitar. Yeah, yeah, those solos. <laughs> I know. I I got solos written down multiple times. I thought all across wow. my notebook, you know, solos, solos, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Great riff, great riff. Yeah, great yeah. Solo. <laughs> hey now, hey now, riffs. Now you're talking my yeah. department. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did I misread that? Hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> we'll give it some. <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> uh, well, let's talk. Let's start with the opening track, "Hymns of Oblivion." Oh, um, of Oblivion. You know, Chop Top, uh, Old Vic. What? Uh, <laughs> what do you? Uh, what do you have to say about "Hymns of Oblivion"? Well, I mean, what I like so much, I'm going to say just overall about this album, I like that you guys meld so many influences together. Uh, there's there's some old school Testament sound stuff in there. There's definitely some Megadeth stuff. When we talk about the instrumentals, uh, talk more about that. And okay. uh, I just I, even some punk, I catch yeah. some things. So I mean, it's, I really like the old school approach and melding all your influences all together. That's what I got out of the, the entire listening of this album. Yeah, cool. That's so, good. I mean, that's that's kind of what we were going for. So that worked. I was it on. Did. It's like I almost wrote the damn thing myself. So, okay. But, uh, Except it's good, right? Yeah. yeah the solos. Let's talk about it. Hymns of Oblivion solos. I'm done. No, <laughs> no great, 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 uh, great opening track. And uh, again, it's just I, it's the thing that stood out for me most from the entire album. I, I got other notes for other tracks, not so much on this yeah. one, but it was just, just a refreshing opener, really nice. And, uh, yeah, I just like the way you guys, how Vic, you know, you you guys put all your influences together because I definitely hear old Megadon. I hear some old Killamaw Metallica. I hear some old Testament, and it just blends really nicely. So. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Actually, the intro for Hymns was a direct um, kind of like influence from uh, <laughs> Disciples of the Watch with uh, all the overlaying harmonies that keep coming in after each yeah. measure. That was my sort of like, you know, rip off of Alex Skolnick right there. Dude, it was cool. directly. I, I, really I, nice. I had the familiarity when I listened. I'm like, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. it's like something in Old Testament. And I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Cool. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was hearing those notes throughout the record too. I got several times like this sounds like this or yeah, mm-hmm. you know, uh, yeah. How about you, Vic's tone? Um, <laughs> so what what you say you about this opening yeah, track? Uh, over overall, the mix on this album is fantastic. Like it, it was. I don't know. I didn't really have any expectations. I guess my expectations right. were. I did would be like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. You know, I didn't, uh, I wasn't, I haven't listened to you guys prior to this. So, right. uh, you know, thinking local band, you know, maybe, you know, maybe a little rough mix, you know, uh, but this sounded great. Every instrument sounds really good, really clear. You hear every instrument really, really nice. It's pristine. Um, so yeah, awesome mix. Great. But yeah, again, I'm hearing the, uh, the influences too. Uh, yeah, I, I got I got some like yeah early Megadeth like so far so good so what kind of Megadeth or Anthrax maybe even uh, <clears throat> this track in particular when the drums came in it uh, it reminded me of Van Justice for All like the yes. drum mix there. Yes, that, I, I, I was yeah. waiting. <clears throat> this song when when I wrote this song that was the vibe I was going for pretty much for the whole thing. So I wrote the intro and this, the the song itself uh, separate from each other. 
I wrote the song and I wanted a, an injustice esque kind of song. Uh, and so that's what happened. But then I wrote this intro like later on, I had gotten a, a pedal from my dad and I was fucking around with it. And I was like, fuck, this is cool. Wouldn't it be cool if I could, you know, make those two go together? And it was surprisingly easy. So I was able to write a cool intro for the album. Let's see if you know how I do things. I love my instrumentals, hence there being two on the record. So most people will skip over instrumentals. Uh, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a personal love of mine. I love instrumental tracks um, for atmosphere or for just cool riffs. But uh, a way to make people listen to your instrumentals is to actually adhere them to a song. I didn't see anything wrong with that. You know, it plays into the mood of the song. So yeah, that whole, that whole piece is very influenced from and justice. And then Billy nice. brought in the Testament influences. So we've got an interesting blend to be honest uh, with yeah. that particular track. Yeah. That breakdown at the end really gave me like a Dyer's Eve sort of uh, mm-hmm. uh, vibes at the end right. of that song. So yeah. Cool song. I, I really, I really like that too. And I, I really Thank like, you. on. uh, you know, uh, Vic Jr. there on you know, comment on his notes about, uh, you know, the sound of the album. I really like the crisp and crunchiness. Of the guitars are really up front in the mix. Mm-hmm. And that really, we were, yeah, we were fortunate enough to have a pretty good team uh, behind this. Well, I say team, but it was just Tim. Um, yep. The gear that we had access to uh, through Tim and uh, through the studio is this production was the best equipment we've ever been had access to, you know, um, Tim used a lot of really high-end gear uh, for this particular release. And just the fact that a lot of it was mixed on Eric Rutan, uh, his old console. So, like, that console has seen Cannibal Corpse Corpse Records, uh, any death metal, like Florida-area death metal. A lot of modern death metal was mixed on that particular board. Um, And it's fan-fucking-tastic. And it shines in this thing. I mean, that's not the only thing there. You know, Tim, yeah, when he did the withable. Yeah. Yeah. Tim. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, when Tim was doing the guitars, uh, what you actually hear are, I think, three or four different amps um, blended together. Um, it might be three. I think it's it's because I do I'll track with my head and then I also do DI tracks so you can reamp them later or whatever. So it's it's a blend of my Laboga and I think an angle. And uh, Eggnator, maybe, but he, the, what he achieved, somebody, one of my favorite comments on the whole thing uh, uh, was this guitar tone could fry air. Somebody said that. And I was yep. like, I, I, I love that because it is, man. It's a, it's a, that's a hot fucking tone. Where did you Definitely. guys record this? So we all Sorry. pretty much tracked at home, given the bulk oh, of the okay. tracking started during the pandemic. Um, Vocals were tracked in my studio. My guitar parts were tracked in my studio. Billy tracked in his studio. Ed tracked in his studio, <clears throat> which in this day and age, pretty much everyone has a studio. It's not, it's easy to do now. But the drums were actually tracked out at Mercenary uh, because I don't have the capability of recording real good drums. Like I can get a, a, a retro sound like on Black Fang. I, I track those drums and it's just two room mics in my, you know, not acoustically treated basement with piles of stuff everywhere (laughs) and it sounds fucking great for that record uh for vindicator no i I don't know that i want to go that far back um one of the things that people like to it's like we we get these people that 
review stuff. I think they just review it because they feel the need to review stuff. So a lot like a common thing in, in Vindicator reviews are they are, they're always like, oh, well, this has, you know, uh, obvious retro thrash production. We've never once in our fucking career, like, tried to get a sound. We just got what we could afford. There will be blood. It sounds like an 80s record. We didn't do that on purpose. That's just what we had access to at the time, you know, and each record after that. We got the production that you got what you got. You know, you get what you get. You don't have a fit. That's what we got. We weren't like, we want it to sound like this. That's just how it fucking sounds. So mm-hmm. in this sense, like, we actually got a proper, <clears throat> like, this is a proper production. Um you know, the only step further would have been to actually everyone track in the studio and, and kind of do it that way. But next I'm time. partial. Yeah. I mean, and that is an option for next time. I'm, but I'm partial to home recording because man, I am terrible in a studio. I'm much more comfortable here than I am on the clock. Time's ticking. It's just like, ah, fuck this, you know, maybe I'd get a better performance out of it, maybe more aggression. But uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm glad that you guys, you know, can hear that sonically. This is like our best record. Did you use your new uh, amp and your new new head on this? Album? I didn't. I didn't have the Granger in time. Uh, it, it definitely will be on future <laughs> recordings because that's that's the sound I've always wanted. That yeah, sound is the sound man. I've always wanted. I mean, my Laboga's a fucking tank. I will never get rid of that amp, and it's done. It's been on every recording uh, up to this point, except for United We Fall, I think. Um, but uh, yeah, I I I love JCM 800s though. That's the sound that I've always been after, and you know, that's a, that's a long drawn out story about how I thought I was getting the sound I was after and ended up not doing that. And finally found out what I, what I was after all those years, but uh, it'll be on the new record, but yeah, the, the Laboga, it definitely served up some good tones, uh, at least well enough for Tim to decide to keep them in the mix. Cause that was in his court. He didn't have to do that. Uh, it was his decision as producer to keep the original takes as well as reamped takes uh, to, to kind of layer it, you know, mm-hmm. build some texture. Sounds great, man. Do you mean there's going to be more? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is. Uh, we don't have to do another review like this, do we? No, no, no. <laughs> One and done. Oh, One and done. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, uh, I thought uh, this was an interesting choice for an opening track because it was being so mid-tempo. <laughs> you know, I'm used to, I was thinking, okay, we're going to get this thrash, punch you in the face. Right. Um, but it, it, you know, like everyone else said, it, it reminded me of old school Megadeth. Uh, I love that tempo change about four minutes in where you hit that head banging thrash yeah, and I, right. the guitar tone I thought was amazing. I'm like, Oh wow. What, what the hell are they doing? And the solos, <laughs> again, the solos were great. Again, I, I, uh, wasn't sure who was playing what, but I thought, wow, these are really, really good. Um, and it's, it, uh, it, it was a great mix, you know, uh, I'm always going to say you can always punch up the drums a little bit more, but you know, it's just like, um, <laughs> Here you know whatever go. buries the vocals. I mean, you know, yeah, again. right. Yeah. If I can get, stop that singer from caterwauling, caterwauling. Just lower those uh, yeah, in the mix, you know, but um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, you know, I don't want to say what everyone else has said, but I, I think it was a, again really a solid sounding record from beginning to end um and the length was uh you know even though it was like about 30 minutes too long it was was still <laughs> <laughs> no it just reminded me of something like this is the length you know it's about the length that rain and blood is you know it's right like 30 32 minutes of like you're just gonna get it you know yeah and i kind of i like that it doesn't 
Mark yeah, likes I, to get it for like 32 <laughs> minutes. Just like if, if, I can, 30, if I can get it for 32 get seconds, it. I'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. I didn't, well, say I, mean, get, right. I didn't say give it. I said get it. That's get what it. I said. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. That's what I said. Maybe <laughs> okay. back in my younger days. <laughs> I mean, Can you help me get oh, it yeah. for 30 seconds? <laughs> I, I can't. I've fallen and I can't get up. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, original. The, yeah, the uh, talking about the length. Originally, you know, this, this album went through a few different idea changes. Uh, originally, we were going to do something like uh, uh, Testament's first strike still deadly uh, destructions thrash anthems where they retract old tracks and kind of made like a best of, but, or, or like a uh, iced earth's uh, where they retract all that shit with days the, with Matt Barlow. Yeah, yeah. Days of purgatory. Yep. So we were going to do something like that because, you know, we've had so many lineup changes. People still don't know that there's that I am on some albums and Marshall's on some albums. I think we're the same fucking person. I mean, like you can <laughs> hear the, did you think we were the same person? Dude, for like oh, years. You're out of the band. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, man, like, I was 14. Right, so it's like, finally, the, what I've been waiting for. <laughs> That's all I talk. Uh, so, I mean, like, I wanted to, like, let people know this is the current lineup, you know, and, and just kind of get a fresh take on some of the stuff. And uh, Sarah, my, my wife, has been managing this band since day one, and she does all the – she's our booking agent. She's our photographer. She's our, you know, van driver. She's our merch person. Um, and so she's got a high stake in this project just as much as I do. It's just as much her baby as it is mine. And uh, she was just busting my chops about that shit. She's coming down and she's going, this is stupid. This is a dumb idea. And I got like six songs done before I started going, this is a dumb idea, man. <laughs> and I just, I just threw them all out. I, I still I actually still have them on my computer. But I mean, originally we were going to have a retract best of. And uh, we ended up, uh, so then it went through, maybe it was going to be an EP, you know, and finally I was like, no, it's got to be a full length. In order for it to full length, to be a full length, we, we, we have to have 30 minutes of music. So when I started writing new material, I, I wanted to make sure I crossed that threshold. And 30 minutes, like, I don't know, people have fucking crazy short attention spans these days. So it, it almost is better for the listener to just get, 30 minutes than it is, you know, 45, 60 minute albums, because it just, after a certain point, they're just like, uh, what am I listening to? Their ADHD kicks in and, you know, they're crashing their car or some shit, you know, I don't know, man. Like, so it's like, you know, just the, the time, like, I, I think some, it might've pissed off some people that it was short, that there are two instrumentals on a shorter album, but you know, this was, this was a real like cutting our recutting our teeth, if you will, breaking the rust kind of record so uh I, I think the length worked out i think it serves its purpose if you will if that makes sense yeah i, I found myself as is i you know getting older as we all do that my attention span tends to go now to shorter albums and stuff as opposed yeah. to 80 minute albums and stuff. not that that's bad at sometimes right you, right you listen to so much of it but that was refreshing with this as well you know, the, the time span it took to listen and yeah, yeah, boom, 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 boom. I enjoyed that. So I was spent, I had a cigarette and then I went to sleep. <laughs> you know, Catching the pirate makes the count. <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't have to break out uh, the escape fetal pigs, uh, second album. Devil's oh food, God. Can we get which, through one show without, which, uh, 
Clocks in about about eighty nine minutes. So right, here we sick. go again. Yeah. We all know Mark. Mark's glory day. <laughs> Speaking of long albums that are way too long. Uh, okay, well let, let's move on to Kill the Rich. I, I thought this had a great beginning melodic riff, um, the, and the verses kick in. And they make me feel like I'm racing in a muscle car. You know, there is just something, an energy, a power, a, a potency to this. Uh, it's kind of got like a high speed dirt kind of feel. Okay. Um, that, that kind of that kind of groovy, nice. you know, infectious kind of groove. Um, I, I do have a, a question though. I, what did the rich ever do to you? I mean, I have like sixty. My question. I have like sixty-five bucks in my wallet. Are you going to kill me? Yeah. <laughs> how, how rich do you need to be to deserve exactly that? coming for you? Coming for you now, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got a bag. I got a bag of two-year-old candy. Is that rich? These oh, are the eating two-year-old candy. <laughs> These are questions in my notes as well. <laughs> but I really did like. I called how bendy the solo section is it's all this little bendy i th- i like that hey I man don't you made too many carrie Thank king you. sounds there too many <laughs> carrie king sounds <laughs> i don't have the attitude though i gotta look down <laughs> <laughs> so they're there okay why don't you go ahead and fix tone Dreadbull? why don't you go ahead and ask him the yeah, same question right you know the rich I, I i really i searched online for lyrics i wanted to know <laughs> Why are you oh, killing oh, the rich? Man, I thought, if uh, you just, I mean, if you, oh, many bands want to eat the rich, you know, motor. No, no, you, I, just, you see, that's, I, I took it a step further. Why are you killing I'm not going to, I'm not going to fucking, I'm not going to fucking eat them. I'm gonna, do you not have a media player? You're going to kill them and not eat them. That's right. Well, well maybe that's what it player? is. Maybe I'm going to kill them, then eat them because I want them cooked. I, oh, is there going to be a follow-up yeah. song? Yeah. Cooked, cook the rich. Cook the rich. And then eat them. It'll be a trilogy. And then shit the rich. Shit the rich. Shit the rich. <laughs> yes. It's, it's like the unforgiven. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. All right. That's a like... shirt. <laughs> a, uh, right does on. your media player not have the spin. lyrics? Because I, I have Media Monkey, and I had the lyrics to all the songs. Oh, I wish, yeah. Oh, Mark has not. Media Monkey. No, I was, watching, I was listening songs. to it streaming on uh, YouTube. Yeah, I was their, reading the lyrics like, who wrote this channel? shit? Kill the rich. Like, fuck, man. Well, did they say why they're killing the rich? That's all I wanted to know. Some I do, yeah, yeah. It's it's in the lyrics. It's it's, it's, lyrics. All, it's all about, uh, you know, if I'm being fair, you know, I've been through some shit in my time, and sometimes when, uh, <laughs> sometimes when you got the feels, you know, you just sit down and you write a song, and and that's kind of where this was, man. Uh, it, it cost me quite a bit of money to to just exist. Uh, I've got ulcerative colitis, and uh, it's it's astonishing, like the rigmarole you've got to jump through. And the hoops you've got to jump through and, and all the bullshit you've got to, just to just to get like fucking pills so that you can keep your colon. You know what I mean? Like, so, I mean, like I, I was going through a rough patch. I was pretty depressed and and it came out. Uh, the animosity came out in those lyrics. So it's not like talking about like your rich uncle who owns his own like fucking tire place or some shit like that. Like I'm, I'm talking about the lyrics. Yeah, I'm not talking about your rich uncle. Who owns his own tire place? I'm talking about colitis and shit in the rich. <laughs> no, but I, you know, I'm talking about the one percent, man. The, the people okay. who are pulling the fucking right. strings, the assholes who are—they—they they don't need to fuck with anyone else, but they—they they can and they will. Self-serving individuals. You'll notice there is kind of a theme to Vindicator since it started on the Antique Witcheries. Uh, most of my lyrics are political. 
So you'll find you'll find uh you'll find politics. Uh, I just thought it was some third grader was scribbling down shit. I didn't know it was you had yeah. that much problem with it. <laughs> Someone has absolutely no idea about what politics is. I use is. my brain when I'm writing stuff down, guys. <laughs> Why do I stand in a line? When I go vote, I don't like it. No, I, I mean, if you guys want me to write some SOD lyrics, I can totally do that shit too. <laughs> but uh, uh, well, I, uh, Chop, go ahead, talk about well, uh, yeah. Kill the Rich, I'm definitely going to say I. there's this uh, couple tracks that one stands out as well, and then we'll get to Spiders later, but uh, there's definitely a sense of humor. You guys have a light you know, sense of humor with some things. Oh, too. yeah. You, I mean, we're yeah. always going to... And that came across in the song when I first listened to it. I was like, yeah, man, it's, it's really great musically, and you guys still have that sense of humor you keep intact. Right. I mean, you stuff. can't... Who the fuck's going to take... I don't know, man. I and mean, Maybe in this day and age, people do take shit way too seriously, but... Yeah. I mean, come the fuck on. Like, uh, you know. They're probably not listening to our show. <laughs> you know, yeah, they're right. Seriously, they're the ones who just need to go away. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, and that applies to the music, too, is it's like, you know, like, you know, you, you got to take certain things with a grain of salt. And I mean, even if I'm feeling passionate about stuff, it's like, hey, it's no different than like, I, I can imagine, I, I would like to find a poem from like the olden times that is equivalent to this and, you know, like talking about slaughtering ye sheep and <laughs> thing. I mean, it's just, you know, it's, it's a way to vent. It's that, that's music for me. Well, still that's what metal is. Right. It's still an outlet for me, you know, like it's, it's all that stuff is still an outlet for me. And I know that sounds, that sounds childish and shit like that, but it's true, you know, like well, not as childish as your lyrics, but you know, it's okay. <laughs> zing. How's it? How's it good? I set myself mm. up with that one. Uh-huh. Lyrics by Mrs. Johnson's <laughs> third grade class. Well done, little Vicky. Good job, Vicky. <laughs> he wrote this one in crayon. That's right. I want to be a farmer. I want to grow up and be a rock and roll guy. When he first started learning cursive, it's in crayon too. <laughs> cursive. <laughs> you, I, I don't remember any cursive isn't that sad <laughs> the original lyrics know, might have been like eat the ritz like crackers yeah man this <laughs> is a song that I had about since I was a again. Uh-huh. That's, it was a yeah it was just a, it was a fucking typo at the printer <laughs> they put kill the rich and I was supposed to be kill the ritz <laughs> <laughs> that's what we yeah, thinking uh-huh, that nice. makes way more sense yeah. yeah would have been a better title too but Billy, uh, your solo was really, really great. I thought your exactly, your man. solo in this one was, uh, yeah, it was, it was yeah. noticeable. It didn't just work with the song, but it was also it drew attention to itself because I thought it was really unique. Like I said, I call it bendy because it had that lot of bending, string bending, and it just sounded, uh, yeah, it, it sounded different. I liked it. Oh yeah, that one actually had almost. Uh, if I'm thinking correctly, it's five or six solos in that song individually, and the one that's longest yeah. is pretty cut together i remember that one took a long time in the studio it was uh i was like throwing shit around and screaming and the end take actually like i didn't even think it was going to make it on the record i forgot that i didn't delete it so it's pretty good it's on there that bendy shit you're talking about that's the one yeah <laughs> it's like not even good. like last cool. onto a gritter on time but it sounds right so it, it, exactly, exactly it works Is that part yeah. of your creative process just throwing shit and screaming <laughs> yeah all part of the process <laughs> Yeah, everybody's it's a lot got a of, It's a lot of bush light and Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No wonder you were screaming. That's my boy. Yeah. That's my boy. <laughs> That'll make you angry right there. Yeah. Why can't I get drink good beer? Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> what am I gonna do all my solos on the shitter? Yes. That would be awesome. That's where the next album has to be recorded. Uh, 
on that's the shooter. Yeah. No, no, man, you know, that's that's a that's a black metal production thing. We're not getting into that. <laughs> I think I'll that's the next that album. Brown metal on the shooter. Brown, brown metal. Brown metal. <laughs> yeah. Shit. That, there's the new album direction. That's awesome. Oh man. <laughs> I'll provide some extra sounds for it between tracks for you. You know. Brown throne. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> nice. <Yeah>. Nice. <laughs> I can't wait for Cook the Rich, though. This, yeah, this whole rich opus yeah. is going to be great. It <laughs> is. That, that was a kind of a nice, unintentional segue to my notes for the next one. Oxidative stress it was when I first read. It, I thought, oh, this is laxative stress, which I was kind of excited about. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you I'm like, oh, as no. we do. Oxidative. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what the hell? So I'm like googling it. I'm like, what the fuck? Nick? What's going on, man? <laughs> what is? But I thought that <laughs> one thing that stands out to me, and I, re- I still really like it, is uh, that there's that kind of cascading riff that reminds me of something you would hear from Rigor Mortis's self-titled album there's this little okay. riff that kind yeah. of cascades down i'm like oh that that sounds like a rigor mortis riff that i would have heard Mike Scacia do um and i thought that was just kind of great to kind of have that you know sense sense about it yeah yeah, <clears throat> yeah i got a feeling from it uh old school like the megadeth ones like into the lungs of hell kind of feel yeah from it when I, first, I was like yeah man it's cool and especially the middle section and everything it really was like and yeah, just old school Megadon. That's what I thought with it. And it really sounds yeah. great. So thank you. Yeah, that killer, that opening riff is just awesome. I mean, that is stank face. I was stank facing at work <laughs> listening to this. <laughs> Honestly, I listened to this song like four times in a row because it was just it was kicking ass. Like, yeah. Yeah. Get yeah, he was jerking off in the cars on the line, like, oh yeah, take it, take it, bitch. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe. I get your caulking right here. I'm getting, I'm getting rid of some stress right now, boss. Yeah. And maybe an F three fifty with some DNA on it. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. I know what the F stands for. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, that that, that yeah. uh, gas nozzle fits just right. Oh, I'm going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Vol- <laughs> vocals were killer. It's my favorite, my favorite vocals of the, the whole yeah, album. Yeah, 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 the album. I love non-existent vocals. Between that one and, and "Flies on the Wall," I think had the best singing out of all. <laughs> really great performances. <laughs> yeah, it's where Vic's at his best. That's right. <laughs> I mean, I do. In, in all honesty, I, I, I do include. In, uh, I like instrumentals because it is nice to get a break from vocals. I mean, I don't care if the guy's super good or not. Like I like those kind of songs because it, it's it's like a uh, it kind of cleanses the palate, you know. So some bands a, can't adding, do them though. Some bands are not good at instrumentals, right? Yeah, yeah they got to be interesting. I will. But these I are will. really good. I got. I you. mean, these are really good instrumentals. Thank you. Uh, if you mm-hmm. like those, check out my other ones. Uh, <laughs> I will. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I dude, I love instrumentals. I've always loved instrumentals. I don't know where that love comes from. To be honest, it's probably Megadeth. But I can't say for sure that it is. I'm not. Rick Mortis has them too, especially like on Freaks. Uh, honestly, on, honestly, you know, it might be Maiden. It, it might be Maiden. Uh, hmm. uh, yeah. uh, is it? It's uh, the Ides of March. Oh yeah, Ides of March. Ides of March. That's they what I used to get stuck in my head all the time, yeah. man. And yeah. and that that I I've always been a fan. Like that's fucking cool. Nobody does it. You get thrash records now, and it's just like it's done. It's 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 just a you just get plowed over, and there's no there's no flow to it. And I do you know flow's not just a process that includes instrumentals. You know, it includes like gaps between songs and and tempos and and uh, song structures and shit like that. But I mean, uh, having including instrumentals into an album does help 
give it kind of a soundscape. It's more of a journey than it is just a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. You know, mm-hmm. so, uh, yeah, that song was originally an intro for a song that didn't make the album. Um, I ended up pulling it last second because there was something wrong with it. And I was like, no, this one's going to have to wait. It's still a good song, but just it, it was too late in the game for, for us to go and fix some of the shit that needed fixed. And I didn't have the time. So I ended up using this intro as a standalone song. And I, I think it turned out cool. We did some kind of unorthodox shit with that particular track. Um, we uh, at the studio, when the song, when, when the album was getting mixed, we, we dubbed in those. They're not Tom hits. It's actually a kick. It's a kick drum up on like uh, two center or two monitors, I think. And we're just taking mallets, Jesse and I, and we're, we're kind of, you know, doing the tribal thing with it. And, you know, it was Tim's idea, I think, to they got them shakers in there. So we were adding the shakers, you know, and the weird like the weird kind of tribal instruments. Pleasures uh, of the flesh shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, like yeah. it was fun to do that because we've never done anything like that on a record. And uh, that was what was fun about going, at least getting a, a day in the studio. Because, uh, like I said, this record started in 2020 and wrapped in 2021. And uh, so, you know, after everybody was, you know, felt comfortable enough to be in, you know, close quarters with each other, we were able to get out there for some of that, you know, for some of the mixing and stuff. So we, we did do some, you know, dubs and shit like that out there, which included adding adding those things. Because I actually, uh, in the demo for that track, I, I did record some, kind of accent toms just myself in my basement but they they didn't sound right they were they were messed up so i wanted to do them out there and and it, it turned out turned out pretty cool i thought it turned out pretty cool anyways and sounds like it did turn out pretty cool because because hmm. old dread was was yanking his yanking his uh uh, uh pulley to his it. little vic was yanking i was trying vic to, to i was trying to think of some kind of like <laughs> truck some kind of truck part and i couldn't <laughs> <laughs> pulley that's the best you can come up with pulley. yeah I, i'm not a truck guy i don't know <laughs> exhaust pipe nothing you know nothing good i guess Yank, i could have said exhaust Michael. pipe damn <laughs> damn that was that that was a good one i feel bad about that trailer hitch you know could have nah, exhaust pipe done better because you're you, okay. you're exhausting <laughs> right. out of it. you're gonna shoot some exhaust yeah. out yeah dreads used to the old uh pipe in the mouth kind of thing you know oh, oh, man. oh good god what what wow you got pipes <laughs> that Show your pipe. what's that Show white your pipe. Here, huh? yeah <laughs> you got a pipe there dread oh there it is see there we go old it's pipe good. in the mouth that's see, pretty that's good just... i think Yarr. you guys should smoke those during shows that would look really make you look fancier yeah, fancy. yeah extra oh. fancy yeah mm. it doesn't go I with the hair though it. yep <clears throat> Uh, I mean, maybe, maybe there's not tobacco in that pipe. <laughs> <laughs> you've made it. Welcome to Vindicator 101. You've, you've made it. <laughs> you just got to be fancy. <clears throat> you know, Billy's going to go get it. No, now I can see it. Yeah. <laughs> Today we'll discuss the finer points of mm-hmm. Vindicator. Yes. Vindicator. <laughs> It'll be a short show. But um, so, well, so far we've, we've gone through about half the record. What, you know, what are your uh, kind of reactions to it, uh, Billy? You know, like some of the things that you remember recording, other than you know throwing shit around. But uh, <laughs> you know, when you when you heard when you heard these songs, you know, and you started thinking about solos, like you know, what is your creative process? So initially, um, I don't know how long it took to write the material, but actually, most of it got um, rewritten. Like I don't know, a month or two before I was supposed to do my solos. 
So everything <laughs> that I had written had to basically be rewritten as well. So at that point, I just kind of like put it on the back burner. Cause like I actually work really good under pressure. So <laughs> I just figured I'd go out of town and go do some shows and record a music video with my other band. And I came back home and I did about the entire record in like three days in my basement. And half of what you hear on the record was recorded like on the spot. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah. Your other band was like, that Backstreet Boys, right? Was that Backstreet Boys? Is that sevenfold. Band? Okay. <laughs> yeah. They pay the bills. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. It's Metallica. Yeah. <laughs> Side project. Yeah. Yeah, just a little side project. Mm-hmm. Bunch of kids <laughs> out of the Bay Area. So you just kind of heard the song, ran through it. You just start like just playing, going with it. Yeah. So like, the best way for me to write is to just kind of run through it a few times in my little my space where I don't have to pay for studio time. I can take two hours on a track, and I'll usually come up with something on my lunch break and get really mad and make myself late back to work and <laughs> throw some shit. Obviously, <laughs> then I'll I'll lament that I didn't get a good take all day. And then come home and bust it out as soon as I get off work. And then it's Taco Bell time every time. <laughs> and I did that for like three days straight. And that works. that's communal decay. Yeah, that's what happened. Wow. Nice. <laughs> Sounds like, col- you know, your colon, colon decay after three yeah, days of Taco me. Bell. No, that's me. That's me. Cologne decay. Cologne old Cologne. decay. Yeah. Cologne. Old spice decay. That's right. <laughs> nice. That's excellent. Yeah. So, right. yeah. So to, to, to follow up on that, because, uh, I, I, I've talked about this. I talked about this in another interview. Um, I rewrote the entire record. Like after I got the drums back. Uh, <laughs> and so I had this stuff demoed out and I, I sent it all to the guys and it was like, you know, uh, I had a few electronic drum like loops uh, for some of the songs. Uh, uh, Spiders had an actual drum track and uh, the rest of it was just clicks. And I said, here's the parts, you know, you guys learn your stuff, <clears throat> write your stuff. Uh, the, the tracks that I got when, when Jesse went in the studio, I didn't stay there because I just, again, that was still a little too early for me in terms of the pandemic. And, uh, I was just, I was like, ah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna stay and hang out for this. So I wasn't there to like offer, you know, advice or, or ideas to Jesse and Tim about stuff. So I got what I got, you know? And, uh, for me, I just wasn't happy with how my riffs were sitting with what Jesse gave me. So I said, fuck it. We're just going to rewrite these songs. And for the most part, the songs are still the same, but there's a lot changed about them. And it turned out for the better. The songs actually mm-hmm. got uh, more Agreed. aggressive, except for like Spiders uh, stayed exactly the same. Spiders was fine. But the rest of the tracks got, I think, more aggressive and, and better thought out. So I'm glad that that, that that went down like it did. And it was real bizarre because, like I said, this same. is this album. It's been weird for 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 me for for probably all of us. I mean, not so much Ed, but for Jesse, myself, and, and probably you, Billy. Uh, it, well, not you, because this is your first thing. For so Jesse and I, this was a weird <laughs> kind of scenario. How we we how this came together. Now Jesse's mm-hmm. used to me writing the stuff, bringing the stuff to the studio, and he kind of again, uh, it's it's kind of just off the cuff type tracks. You know, that's and that's that's how a lot of the lead players have done it. You know, just on the spot spontaneity. Um, that's kind of how Jesse does it. He'll get familiar with, uh, with the structure and then kind of just come to the studio. You know, he might run through stuff here and there a little bit, but he's not really hyper-focused on things. Um, and, uh, it, it allows for a little bit of creative flair. Um, mm-hmm. but 
this was a, this was a weird thing. So, so doing this was extra weird. And it took me, it took me, I mean, I had to, I, I wasn't just retracking my stuff. Uh, I, you know, I was, I was rewriting actively rewriting stuff. So it took me a little longer uh, to get my tracks done, but that's, I, I did feel bad once I was like, okay, guys, I mean, Jesse was done, but Billy and Ed had, they had to like relearn stuff because <laughs> I, it wasn't what I had sent them. I, I felt a little bad about that, but haha, challenge. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that you're talking about it and I've had a chance to digest the album, I'm thinking maybe a third rewrite wouldn't have been so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably true. <laughs> nice. You just, nice. You could have put, put the kill the kill the rich trilogy on our kill eating shit, right? I know. It could have been like uh a dream yeah, theater, one, big, big two, epic. Exactly. You know, 20 yeah. minute epic. Yeah, 20, yeah man. That would have really had people hating us. <laughs> when there's this fucking 20 minute song in the middle of this record, the rest of them are two minutes long. What the fuck? I can imagine about shitting people, and it's great. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that would have yeah. been pretty great. Just call it bowel sounds, you know, and there you go. You <laughs> sounds. Yeah. Could have had actual <laughs> shitting sounds in there. Yeah, after, I would have volunteered. After the Taco Bell. Yeah, Billy recorded some of that. Yeah. You know, put that in the song. Dancing Billy, with Billy Brown, the bowel song. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's your new nickname, new man. Name. You're the bowel. <laughs> Billy the bowel. Stage name now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's yeah. going on the liner notes. Yeah. <laughs> I got guttural sounds, but not out of this office. <laughs> <laughs> true. True. T R V E. True guttural sounds. <laughs> Coming out the ass. Uh, Colt. <laughs> Yep. Oh, well, we we're going to do a Wizards of Gore album, me and uh, Mike, that we're <laughs> coming out on both ends. So. Yeah, that was the first album. Yep. yep. It, it was glorious. About, it was about Ebola. We have all the songs, with all the music. That was a good. That was a good song. Yeah. Oh, good album. Good album. We'll have to do a uh, best album we never did. That's right. Yeah. That album doesn't exist. Yeah, the world is breathing a sigh of relief on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for not sonically raping us. <laughs> oh. It's like we're going to remind the world, you know, after they hear our show, that they really don't want to hear this new album by Vindicator as well. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks, thanks for the pro- promo, guys. <laughs> That's our soundbite. Uh, well, speaking of not wanting to hear, no, uh, life support. <laughs> the next track. I, this is my favorite song uh, on the album. Um, I think it's definitely the heaviest. Uh, riff and this is like old school thrash that we all love um and and here um this is how i want to this is how i want to describe it it reminds me of you know old testament more than megadeth oh no oh wait a minute oh never mind i i got the uh the funny one for another song. No, don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm like, I saw my notes like, oh, the wait, I'm setting myself up. Wait a minute. You oh. amateur. Ah. <laughs> I think I can cut all that out. <laughs> Let's start back from square one. No, I, th- I thought this definitely reminded me of Old Testament more than Megadeth. It had a great double bass and guitar solos. And I said, even the singing isn't awful on this one. Um, <laughs> no, this one there's so many different time changes and tempo changes in this. I like that. But you know, this was the first track I heard from the record because I think this was your what you were this was a single, single, yeah. single, right? Your single, yeah. And I'm like, I listened to it, I'm like, oh yeah, I definitely hear the Megadeth influence. But it's not like someone's just trying to rip off Megadeth. It's it's it reminds me of that, but it still has its own unique sound, and that's that's why I like most about it. Because if you are a fan of that old school style, that thrashy style, uh, you're really gonna love this track. No, I, I think it's a it's a solid track all all over, e- even the singing. 
<laughs> in yeah, spite I, of I, I, I absolutely have to agree with Montag there, other than the singing part. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think the old school you know, Testament style really shines in, in that song for me as well. And yeah, it's just, it's a rocker, man. It's probably the, yeah, maybe one of my favorite tracks as well. On Thanks. The yeah, classic, classic thrash song. Great opening riff. I mean, I, I got to mm-hmm. say, like, throughout this album, every, every song really, you do a great job of like grabbing your attention right, right off the bat with a great riff or a great opening section, you know, all these songs grab a hold of your attention and, and you uh, lose yeah, it really quickly, great. but at least you grab us. <laughs> there it is. There it is. It's about it's about pretty damn quick. You beat yeah. me to the punchline. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you were feeding me. Setting up that one up. Yeah. This song, uh, this, this song actually was the, it was the first song that the band wrote as a band in years like uh, we did a lot of writing together way back in the early days and and after there will be blood that sort of went away and not for any other reason than that's just how it happened you know i started writing a lot of songs on my own time and bringing them to practice whereas practice used to be write songs together rehearse those songs together write songs together and just sort of happened that way nobody was bringing ideas down so you know i started bringing ideas down and kind of working on them in that sense so this song was written in 2012 uh, with with that lineup and uh we had already put out United We Fall and I had this great idea that we were playing this fest and that was our CD release show was this fest. And I had this great idea to write a new song and also play that at the fest. It makes no fucking sense. All these songs are new songs, to these people, and we have a new album, but that's, that's like my mentality. That's the kind of dumb shit I do. So we wrote this song as a band. We played it live that one time. And uh, you know, we slowed down greatly after 2012, well, after 2014, and it never came back to the set list. And it's, it's always been floating around. And I was I had enough foresight to actually sit down and kind of demo the parts out. And I had the lyrics laying around somewhere. And uh, I always liked the song. I always thought the song was cool. So uh, getting it and, and getting it on this record was important to me. Um, but then again, I had like the original version on this record originally. And then when I got the drums back, I was like, Nope, we're going to reach We're going to change all kinds of this shit. And uh, so the, the original kind of the idea is still kind of there. Uh, the, the bones are still there. Um, and just structurally and, and kind of some of the, some of the riff kind of riff wise, but uh, you know, it's been, it's been updated for modern times, but uh, yeah, that was an important one to get on here. I, I thought, because we don't have too many songs that we wrote, uh, just lying around that, that aren't on there. There's maybe one song that hasn't been like properly retracked. I think one or two, maybe three um, that are just in demo land, you know, and this, this was one of them. And I wanted to, wanted to get this on here. This was a cool one. And, and the band, it was, it was everybody's cause I didn't pick what song was a single. I asked the guys, I said, you know, which ones do you, what song do you guys want? And uh, you know, that was the kind of one that everybody came down to. So I made a, I made that video for it and uh, it was going to be our single. Yeah. It's a cool uh, lyric video too. Checking that out Thanks. as well. Made that shit on my iPhone, my little ass iPhone with my big stupid <laughs> fingers. <laughs> and your big <laughs> ego. Yeah. And my <laughs> tiny penis. <laughs> I go. just figured I'd, I'd just go ahead and just do it. You're, somebody else is going to do it. I'm going to. Uh-huh. I'm going to be the one. Uh huh. Beating us <laughs> to the punchline. You own it. Uh huh. Yep. <laughs> own it. Yep. You own it. 
Sorry nice, to hear that. Nice. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be the first one of the tiny penis. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a it's like a race. It's like a foot race. <laughs> first one to the tiny penis wins. <laughs> it's like the arms race, but very well, yeah, with yeah, really baby arms. Nice, <sighs> nice. Well, moving on to the <laughs> on that penis, note. penis and us. Oh, the penis <laughs> and, and us. Son uh, of a bitch. I think, <laughs> in all all seriousness, I think lyrically this is, has one of the, some of the strongest rhymes that made me laugh, like joyously laugh, like oh, that's fucking great. Like, <laughs> like doesn't matter if the muzzle's on, I'm gonna bite. Like that's just fucking great you know and there's a blistering riff i mean this this song just really is just blisterous i i have two questions so thick like why are you so angry and why do you want to fight with everyone man you've known me for long enough to know that i'm a bitter jaded crotchety person man uh yeah this song definitely brings uh brings the uh the the angst isn't the appropriate word i don't think but the aggression is there. Um, this is, this, my wife always says, you know, Sarah's always like that, that. This song has it. This this song has attitude. And uh, when I set out, when when I decided to, you know, do this full length as an original, everything's original compositions here. It's not retract anything in in, in the sense of the original idea. Um, I wanted to herald back to or, or hearken back to some of the the older Vindicator material and uh, you know, in terms of style stylistically uh, there will be blood was real, like uh, punk thrash Bay area vibe. So like, you know, uh, show no mercy, kill them all bonded by blood. It, it was, it, there will be blood was like that, you know, it was real. It, there was the fine punk lines and there were some uh, uh, tinges of uh, tinges of uh, new wave of British heavy metal etc. Um, I wanted to put some, some tracks on here that were, that were more kind of in that vein and, and poison in us. That was the, that was the track that did it. You know, it's, it's, it's short, it's in your face. It's, it's, it's like got all penis. the attitude. Yes. No, it's not small and in your face. You said short and in your face. Well, shorts, shorts, not really a, that's not a good adjective for a penis. Is it? I got you. Okay. I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> What, I, what I got out of that, Vic, <laughs> what I got out of that song though was that it's very uh, uh, Motorhead-like in the riff, and also nod to punk. There's a nod to punk feel. Yeah, that vibe is definitely throughout the whole song. And I really appreciated that about it. So. Yeah, it was a ripper, and mm. I love the solo in the in the middle of this song. Mm. Awesome guitar solo. I was a little disappointed when it ended. Like I wanted a longer solo there. It felt mm-hmm. a little too abrupt, you know, like, oh, maybe that's, the, maybe that's, <laughs> come the on, Billy, get purpose. your shit together, man. Maybe that's the Petrucci so fan. In me, but I'll, I'll make you listen to it. Solo. Billy's Vindicator. <laughs> and then you're going to have Vic's Vindicator. But, uh, yeah. Great solo in that song. So, Thanks, yeah. man. Good. Tune. I wanted it to be short and sweet so that you'd have to listen to the song again. Like a penis. And there, there also <laughs> like are <a> six <laughs> solos in that song. So yeah, there are, there are that, I was, I was thinking that that's, that's a song that has a lot of, a lot of accent work in it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and in between areas. Uh, mm-hmm. so I, I don't know. I probably didn't make that solo section intentionally short. I was, it was probably just how it, it wound no, up. You and, know? 
I intended to put more on it when I was recording, but like, I don't know. I recorded somewhere around like 40 to 50 individual leads, including harmonies and everything for the record. And yeah. By the time it came down to it, I was like, you know, maybe less is more. <laughs> I don't right, need to yeah. solo every fucking time I get an opportunity. <laughs> People are going to get pissed. <laughs> I, I like hearing guitar solos. You know, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. the best part of the album for us. So, you know. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we just wanted more, like more yeah. solo, less Vic. Yeah, yeah. It, it crowds <laughs> out the stuff we don't want to hear. You know, you know, yeah. gives us something sub- substantial. It gives know? our ears a break. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Vic's like this solo is longer than my penis. We got to cut it. <laughs> yes, I'm it's using just... that from now on. That's, that's, that's <laughs> that yeah. one's getting written down. It's, it's just like I got, I got, I got a bris. You know, I, I only took tips. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Oh, that's good. That's good. Uh, any more feedback on uh, on the poison in us, guys? No, no, no. no. All right, all right. No Which takes us to social schism. Hey, I got a funny thing to say about this song. Hey, hey, hey. hey. this is the song that's going to be funny. He's got a uh, joke. I know. I'll try. Dazzle us. <laughs> well, let's not go that far. Too much expectation. Uh, that's the story of my life. Hashtag Mark. Um, I think this is, this is a really, another great heavy riff. Uh, if Overkill and Megadeth had a shame baby out of wedlock, that's what this Ooh, would be. Uh, the kind they would baby. hide. The kind they would hide in the closet and feed scraps through to a tiny slit in the door. So my door slits. I know. Oh God, that's 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 a quite a thing. That's horrific. That is quite a thing. <laughs> that is quite a thing. <laughs> uh, I love the chorus break. You know, like the actual chorus where there are like the like there's this moment where there are voices and just kind of singing or us making a sounds between yeah. the verses. It kind of I, I kind of like that. It reminds me a little bit of like Overkill has done those kinds of things, which I really love. Um, and I like this, the slowed tempo changes, the halftime and those kinds of things really bring, make the song heavier, that sludging kind of heavy punching. So it's not just brutal thrash. Uh, this song has, has a lot. This is a really, really strong song. I, I, I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I, I really enjoy the, uh, I, I thought it was kind of like, uh, I love the Testament kind of intro and, uh, you know, with old Metallica kill them all kind of riffing throughout the verses and the chorus. That's what I wrote down my notes. And, yeah, I, I really like, like Montag was talking about, just the, you know, the slowdown parts and stuff too, adds a, a def- different dimension, definitely accents the song more. So, yeah, very, very good song. Yeah, there's a lot going on in this song. I like, I, there's a lot of, uh, yeah, I like the heavy, the heavy riffs in this. Uh, guitar solo, another one that's guitar solo is all over the place. Really cool. I mean, this is kind of borderline prog <laughs> to me. I think this is my favorite track on the album. I, I really like it. Was there like an intentional, uh, homage to Maiden in there because I like, like there's like a galloping section. Oh yeah, no, I, with yeah, some I figured dual leads somebody, that yeah, was pretty yeah. awesome. Uh, like that's so, a Maiden. Yeah, that uh, I find myself doing that on occasion. Yeah, it is. It's it's a uh, it's not you know intentional. It's just you know Maiden is an influence. So mm. you get kind of that. Anytime you got that kind of gallop, you're going to get that kind of recognition. But even the structure, that particular structure in and of itself, is is kind of uh modeled after you know how maiden would write a similar part you know in in the terms of like the the notes that it encompasses uh mm-hmm. so to speak um uh that's got one of my favorite things in it i remember having this is one of the few times i had an idea in my head and was able to like run down and grab something and, and actually get it out of my head 
normally my ideas, I just sit down, I jam. That's how I get my ideas. I'm not waking up at 3 a.m. being like, I got to fucking record this song. <laughs> you know, like that doesn't happen to me. Like I, I, I set time aside to create. If nothing happens during that time, I'm probably not going to create outside of that time other than lyrics. I, when I'm walking around my house, I can come up with lyrics. But riffs, that has to happen with guitar in hand. So this was one of the few times uh, where I had an idea. And it's, it's when it goes down and it does that. It kind of descends. It's kind of a Megadeth uh, vibe. That particular thing reminds me of something off of like euthanasia or something, you know, that type of, that kind of thing. So you got that main part and then you got that kind of those single notes down there. I was really excited to, to get that over to Billy to play over. Um, and I, I probably, I think I texted you about it, Billy, to be honest. I think I was like, oh, I got this fucking oh, yeah. cool part. Um, but that <laughs> so the beginning, that beginning riff is, is Billy's riff. Uh, Billy sent over a bunch of music for me to record. And I was like, <laughs> uh, I don't know. And in reality, I couldn't fucking figure this stuff out in time. I got a bunch of demos from them like towards the end of the record. And I was like, shit, this is some really good stuff. That's going to require me to sit down and actually like work with him to figure some of this stuff out and, and kind of, you know, steal parts from that's what I'm, I already, I've already told him I'm stealing all kinds of parts that he sent me. Cause, cause and that was one of the riffs. I was like, this riff is too fucking cool uh, to, to not be on this record. So I, I wanted to incorporate it uh, on this, on this record. So I, I knew that that was going to, it had a place. Um, and I mean, there was more to that. That came from a song. He sent me a full demo and I was like, I'm taking this rip. I really fucking <laughs> love this rip. And, uh, so we threw that on there in, in social schism. I, I can definitely, I, I get the prog, uh, vibe. The, the chorus has, mm. has a weird, weird feel to it. And that's, that's probably where you're getting that. Um, that wasn't intentional. I don't know how that came out like that, to be honest. I have no idea what I was thinking. I think I just thought it sounded cool. It felt it felt cool when I was playing it. Yeah. Um, it, it felt different. You know, I was like, this is a weird part and it sounds kind of cool. Um, and it's, and, it, and it's not, you know, your stereotypical, what you would hear. So I definitely, that is a weird song. I will say that that is a, it's a real weird song. It's got a real, it's got some real weird parts in it and stuff. And, uh, it works, brother. That's yeah. Why I like yeah it. A lot of people, a lot of people <clears throat> seem to, they seem to favor that track. Uh, I think coming off of all. like life support and poison us, you know, that are more classic thrash kind of stuff, right? you know, this one kind of, yeah, it just felt a little more, a little more prog to me. Great. And that's great, a good, yeah. And that's song, a good break. Right? It's a good breakup mm-hmm. too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sorry, man. There's a lot of, a lot of, even some of my favorite records are when you break it down pretty mundane, it, you know, it's, it's just, it's, 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 it's not the same song every song, but every song's fast, shouty lyrics, cool riffs, mm-hmm. and then it's over, you know? And I don't know, man, there used to be more to records than that. I mean, even if you put on like old Metallica and stuff, man, you mm-hmm. know, kill them all. And, and especially like Ride the Lightning. Ride the Lightning has got like, like, uh, what's that song called? Escape? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's a fucking thrash song and it's all like melodic. And it, dude, that's one of my favorite songs on that record. <laughs> I think they hated it. I think Metallica yeah. hated it. But I fucking love that song, man. Like it's got, it's got, it's got a cool like vibe to it, man. It's got a good attitude to it. It's got some unique parts. It's got cool melody. And I'm like, that's what I like. Cause there's awesome thrash songs on it. And then you've got this song and that's, I don't know. That's something I like to keep in my back pocket, you know, like kind of keeping stuff like that in there, throwing in different nods to different, you know, influences and and such, Mm -hmm. Uh, not just trying to be the same thing, not trying to be a clone. So this one, yeah. Social schism is very, very unique especially on this this particular record yeah and you talked about flow i think this album has a nice flow because 
you know, you don't get bored, you know, at any point, yeah. you don't, it's not samey, you know, you got some things that break up the sameness, you know, at times, right. so that's what you're talking about. Certain bands that just halfway through the album, you're like, okay, this is, I'm getting bored with it. Cause it sounds right. Kinda, right. All, all the same, but yeah, this, this album's got a nice flow. I mean, you're glad when it's over, but yeah, I totally get you know, <laughs> what you're saying. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, uh, well, Billy, um, you know, we've, uh, we don't know much about you as far as your musical influences and tastes. So, um, you know, what, what kind of, what kind of bands do you follow? What, what, uh, you know, what are you, what are you into? So I'm basically like, uh, I kind of worship like old school thrash. Um, mainly like I follow the Canadian front mostly like annihilator razor sacrifice. I'm really into that stuff. Is like, uh, a lot of old school Bay Area thrash, old school death thrash. I'm pretty well rounded in a lot of the old different genres, but um, I would say biggest influence for this record would have been Annihilator and Exodus. All the riffs I wrote were pretty hardcore riff, rip off, like big rip offs of that shit. <laughs> and that's probably why he had to like pick and choose riffs that he was going to use because if he wouldn't have, you know, we probably would have gotten a lawsuit. <laughs> yeah, Gary Holt would have been breaking down the fucking door. <laughs> but but he'd been cool doing it though. He would have been cool doing it. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. People got to get people to listen to it first for his lawsuit. So you know, that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no worries there. <laughs> wow, yeah, <laughs> woo, chop tops bringing him in tonight. <laughs> he is yeah. coming in hot. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, those muscle relaxers are doing him good. Yeah. He's opening his his hate hole. His spewing. Loosen up the hate hole. That's right. There's a new album. There's a new Lube song. in the hate hole. Lube in the yeah. hate hole. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, Billy. I didn't mean to interrupt, but I had to put a little knock in there. So. <laughs> no, <you're kidding. laughs> oh, in the hate hole. There you go. Okay. That's, oh, yeah. that's excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Oh, track. <clears throat> Absolutely. <laughs> All right, cool, Ben. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, flies on the wall. This uh, this is like a a very short interlude song, you know, melodic. I know uh, Vic's tone. You were saying you were really enjoying these two uh, these two musical yeah, numbers. Cool with- little atmospheric piece. You know, uh, it was just it was cool. It was a nice again a nice little break, something different. Uh, yeah, I like I like both of them a lot. I, I like them where they're at on the albums, and uh, they're just a, a cool little a little break. I yeah, have a question really, on this one, though. What's the sound effect in there? It's like that uh, clicky, clicky kind of noise. Yeah. What's going so, on there? Uh, yeah. Flies licking ass. Yep. Is that what it is? <laughs> Talk uh, about your hate hole. <laughs> 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 All right. So, I, that wasn't one of my guesses. <laughs> didn't see that one. Ass. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I've worked with Tim... Uh, like on every Volcano release. And I give Tim creative freedom when he's like mixing and, and shit. So he, he will oftentimes add in uh, texture pieces, you know, and kind of, that's one of his, that's one of his, his favorite things. Uh, if you listen to like uh, goddess of flame, you'll hear a lot of like what I call warble like sounds and, and kind of weird, uneasy sounds that aren't like birds or, you know, like real things you can identify. Um, I don't know how he does it, but uh, he was, he asked, you know, he said, do you mind if I add, uh, you know, some, a little bit of texture to this? I knew what he was going to do. You know, I knew it was going to be something along those lines. I said, no, you know, do what you want to do. You know, you're, you're producing the record. You do what you, you think those need to be there. You put them there. I don't care. 
And uh, yeah, so that's that's what it ends up. Uh, he, he I think he likened them to spiders because that piece was written. Uh, spiders. I wanted something going into spiders. And to be honest, I, I needed a little more time on the record to get it up past the full length point. So we needed a song. And I thought it would be super cool to have kind of a creepy piece going into spiders. You know, and at face value, people think spiders is about spiders. Um, so naturally having like a, a creepy piece going into that uh, would be fitting. And I just, I sat downstairs and uh, I kind of hastily threw together this, this little song and uh, you know, dialed the dialed the volume back on my guitar and, and cleaned it up. So it's, it's a, it's a little dirty, but not barely dirty. Uh, and, and more to how hard you're playing versus straight up distortion or gain. And uh, I wrote this piece and originally I, I, I was like, all right, here's this, kind of hastily thrown together piece. I sent it to Billy. I said, retrack everything, do whatever you want with it. Uh, and I think ultimately Tim left the original tracks in there. And so Billy accented a lot of that stuff on acoustic and then added his, his parts, which I'm sure someone's going to liken that to Testament. Uh, there's some, there, there's a very Testament vibe in that particular song. And uh, it, it worked out uh, uh, swimmingly or, 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 you know, something along those lines. Uh, it, it worked out real well. It, it served its purpose and uh, it's cool. I like writing parts like that too. Uh, some people don't want to see that kind of growth in an artist. Uh, they you know these just fucking new jazz and fast. That'd be fast. <laughs> uh, so I like adding pieces like that to kind of, to kind of catch you off guard and break up monotony. And, and uh, again, it, it's, it's serving a purpose uh, as a song. It's, it's to get you kind of, in a mood for the next track, you know? So, uh, that was a, that, that turned out really well. I, I didn't have any expectations for it. And I really, I really do enjoy it because I love my instrumentals. Well, it was just a minute or so too long. So, yeah, um, but <laughs> yeah. no, I think, no, you know what I think about that, that instrumental Vic is I really, I really wished I wanted to hear more. Like I just really like the, creepy yeah. vibe. I like the acoustic, you know, melody in there. And I, I kind of wanted more out of it, but, Hey, it works for introducing spiders and it's still really cool. So, yeah. I, and I felt the same way about spiders. Um, it was, I would like more, not that it was a minute too long. Uh, the, the, I kind of wanted more but from both of these. I think there was enough to explore in flies in the wall. Like, Oh, uh, I kind of, I kind of want to see where this could develop, but you know, um, mm-hmm. but I understand the point of it, you know, to lead up to this, but I think it had possibility. I was, I was, my mind's like, okay, where, where can this go? You know, oh yeah that's why I kind oh of yeah like, there's, that's there's what always, i like about it yeah there's always room for expanding and stuff like that and with spiders uh since it's an easy segue uh into that with spiders spiders was already written uh, i wrote spiders for a band that i named children of the horn and uh it's it's you know it was a play on children of the corn and yeah there already is a children of the horn and they're way cooler because they're like like a brass band makes sense. Uh, but uh, I, I wrote this, I don't know. I was, I was in between uh, projects at the time I was rehearsing for, I think uh, Vanek or Vandalus gigs. And so my guitar was in like E flat and I was like, I'm just going to write some fucking songs. And uh, you know, I, I experimented a little bit. Like I plugged my guitar into a uh, Sans amp bass, like the bass driver. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's like not a guitar pedal. And uh, turned out sounding real dirty and fucking cool. And I had a lot of fun uh, tracking it. And I wrote some like synth songs. So like there's some like uh, like old Halloween-esque. It's not super, 
Like I, I'm no John Carpenter, but you know, I still wrote some like, uh, you know, Halloween scent, uh, t- stuff, got my kids involved in it. Like had them like, you know, saying stuff in the microphone and then like slowing it down and making it real creepy and shit like that. So it was a fun project. The three songs that I wrote for that project though, that are actually like songs with guitars, bass and drums. I really liked all of them. I, I thought they were all kind of cool and they, and they had, uh, uh, they had potential. And uh, Spiders was one that even Vanek considered uh, a doing. And I was like, Man, it is a cool song. And I was like, fuck it. That song can be a, we can do that song. It'll fit fine on this record. And so that's kind of why I didn't kind of expand on, on that particular track. Uh, again, Flies was just a, an atmospheric piece to lead into that. That's why that wasn't expanded upon. But Spiders is so short because the original song is literally that short, you know, there's yeah. not much change from the original track uh, to the Vindicator version of it. So, um, you know, except for way better solos and, uh, um, you know, heavier guitars. Nice. Yeah, I thought the the, the uh, guitars uh, sounded, uh, they were kind of Marty Friedman reminiscent to me. I don't know if there was any influence there, but that, that was oh, yeah. the vibe I got. Yeah. He's actually my favorite <laughs> guitar player. So that's pretty astute. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. Biggest influence other than Jeff Waters from Annihilator, but like cool. Marty Freeman. Yeah. I remember yeah, uh, that's probably the only song that had pre-pro done back in like April. Um, so like we started, you know, tracking songs and I actually wrote all those solos back then. So by the time we tracked them, I had like, you know, I had laser beam Terminator fucking focus on that one. So Nice. That was probably the most intense one on the record, I'd say, because I got to beef it up even more afterwards. But uh, there is like, I think the third solo into the song is like a direct Marty Friedman homage. Cool. Okay. Like, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Definitely picked up on that. Then. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I like the, the punk inspired. It's almost punk inspired too. the riffing. On yeah. That, that yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, really cool, man. Yeah, it's like a short blister of a song. You know, to, to finish the record. And I, I like catching little pieces of my soul for supper time is like a, is a <laughs> lyric that makes me kind of like laugh, you know, not in a mocking way, but just like, oh, that's right. having that word supper time. You know, that's, that's just awesome. Um, it goes you know, back to that humor that you know, we talked yeah. earlier about that he has yeah, a little tongue in cheek humor in a band. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of tongue in cheek in there mm-hmm. working in the lines, but it's not, it's not done to the detriment of the song. Right. You know, right. <clears throat> it still fits within. Uh, the milieu of the uh, of the whole of the whole song, you know, it doesn't it doesn't uh, take away from that at all. Um, yeah, I it, it it it's over. It's like a it finishes. I'm like, oh, you know, and this whole album uh, we've talked about. It's it's a short finish album. It's like plays quickly, yeah. plays really yeah. quickly. Like like sleeping with evil. Although there's a few months longer, um, but it from from start to end, it it's it is a. It's an album that you can listen to. You can feel like it's complete. Yeah. Way. That a lot of albums sometimes don't get that feel. Like you've got an obligatory certain number of songs or right. you can tell when we're just shoving some crap in there because we got to make it 40 minutes or whatever. But um, I mean, yeah, that's, that's one thing. I, I really like it. You can play from beginning to end. It doesn't get boring and it's over quickly. It's like, wow. Okay. In, That's the in, best uh, thing about it. It's over quickly. So it's like the taco, the taco bell at three in the morning coming out of me. That's what it's oh, like. Drop oh, top gives it zero skulls. So. <laughs> <laughs> All funnies aside, man, I, I think, I think that albums that are shorter, I don't know. They're to me. I think that's cool because it's like, uh, you can, you can listen to that album and then you still have time to listen to another album, you know? 
Um, it's, it's a quick passing of time and it doesn't like, you know, Oh, is this record over yet? And I'm not dissing anybody that makes, you know, two hour records or something dream theater, but, uh, you know, (laughs) no, I mean, I'm just saying that like, right. I understand, I understand the purposes of those records. Uh, I don't know about man. That's one of the things that like bothers me most about modern Metallica is that like, dude, why is this song eight minutes long? Like you guys aren't writing and justice for all anymore. This, these songs are really basic and you're making them eight minutes. They should be half that length because and justice songs being like eight and 10 minutes long that worked because the writing was there in terms of like hardwired to self-destruct dude, cut these songs in half. These, these riffs are super basic. They're not real great. It sounds like you're trying too hard and you're getting like, you're getting these weird, like riffs, like, bit tiny bits and pieces that they didn't use on injustice and they're trying to recapture something and it's super obvious that that's my point so it's like shorter albums like i know that some people it really bothers like uh, they don't feel like they got their money's worth or something but it's like yeah man but again like you can throw that record on and you can throw another record on within an hour and you know you get to listen to two records versus one and that i would much rather do that to be honest you know and again i didn't make this album it wasn't intentionally. Sh- I mean, it was the length that it was because we threw it together in a weird amount of time with, with, it was just a whole process was really jumbled and, you know, it wound up being this length kind of just out of happenstance. So, uh, you know, obviously in the future, I don't remember how long United we fall is. I, I think it's, how long is that Billy? Is it like 40, 45 minutes? It's like 12 tracks, so it's got to be close to 50. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's in there. You know, that, that's probably our longest record. I, I think that Antique Witcheries probably clocks in around 40, 45, but There Will Be Blood was real short. I think it was like a 35-minute record or something, you know. And again, man, like, another thing, like, I don't know, we're also not trying to be a grind band where you got like 50 songs and it's only a half hour long, right. you know. So, I mean, like, I don't know. I, I think that... You're not the Ramones. Right. I'm, I, you know, so right. I mean, like, it, it definitely Nothing against the Ramones. They're fucking brilliant. Right, right. But, but it serves it serves its purpose. And I mean, like, yeah, we could have probably tried for longer, but it's like, I don't know, man, this is our first record in fucking our first full length in nine years and our first release in seven, yeah. I think seven. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's 2014. Like, yeah, so we gotta. We're we're just you know. Hey guys, we're, we're we we're still a thing. We're back, and uh, this is this is what we did. You know, so you know you're gonna have like legit critics being like you know pouting about that and stuff, and it's just like I don't know. That's a dumb thing to be. I think it's now, a dumb now, thing. Now, to be now mad that you're about, back, but... everybody wants you to go the hell away again for another. Seven <laughs> yeah, <years>. right, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be two things <laughs> synonymous <laughs> with 2021. <laughs> Vindicator and COVID, and like, well, neither of them will go away, right? Is that what we're trying to say? <laughs> it's like yeah. a case of herpes, you know. It's like taking yeah. Chick Terry with you. <laughs> That's from you licking the right. hate hole, you know. That's Ooh, what the happened. fucking hate hole, man. You're gonna be an anti-vixer. <laughs> 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 oh yes. <laughs> that is, oh, there we man. go, and that's God. the title of the show. 
Um, <laughs> that's fantastic. That's fantastic. well. Dreadpool, Dreadpool finally said something funny, so that's that's Thank good. You. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Only took thirty-seven hours, shows minutes. to get that shit together. Tone finally got his hair on right. It's got to be the wig. The yeah, the it's wig. wig talking. That's good. <laughs> it's the wig talking. Sweating yeah. my ass off under this thing. <laughs> God. Just put it on your back for the next week. You know, <laughs> just show around. There we go. The hate. Oh man. Well, um, I, yeah, I I like this record. I I like your music, Vic. Uh, mm-hmm. I, you know, between Vindicator and and Volcana, I, you know, I personally like Volcana better because just it's more the stuff I'd like to listen to better. Right. But I mean, I like old school thrash, and so this this would stack up with anything else that I've listened to that was produced commercially. So when I'm in a mood for thrash, I you know I will certainly listen to you guys. Um, and I you know it's nice to hear music that is still sounds reminiscent of like old school stuff, but it's still fresh. You know, 35, 40 years after, you know, into the thrash movement, we still have music that sounds like it was came out of like an old cassette that I bought, you know, and the record store right. in the mall, you know, for six ninety nine. And I'm like, oh, who's the look at this cover? You yeah. know, I'm going to listen to this. That was the other thing I was going to mention. The cover art is awesome on this album. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot yeah. to bring that up, but who, who yeah, did that? Uh, it is fantastic. Joe Gettler, um, who has been a fan. And in the the scene, you know, almost as long as I have, he he was he was a he was a youngster too. Uh, back you know back when there, the, the Antique Witcheries came out, like like Billy Billy was like a kid when he bought his first Vindicator record, <laughs> and uh, like that's it's funny sounding, but it's the fucking truth. I, I love it. Uh, it um, so uh, Joe Joe bought the Antique Witcheries. He was always a big fan, and uh, he he started doing art, you know, probably. <clears throat> excuse me um i i don't know uh, uh, 10 years ago 12 years ago somewhere in there and i always liked his art so I, I kept an eye on him you know and uh when i needed art for volcana he was he was the first guy I hit up and i was like hey man uh, i love your art and I, I just told him the title of the album and he cooked up that album cover on his own i, I didn't have to i didn't have to guide him I just right. gave him like, a, I was like, Hey man, I really like your, your, I like, I like this aspect and this is the name of the album. And, and he painted that. And, uh, he also did uh Volcana seven inch, the a line among jackals. Uh, so I've got a working relationship with this guy. I love his art. Uh, I've actually got art for a, a second Vol- Volcana full length, but you know, just set aside right now. I thought it was coming along sooner than it, it actually did, but I still have the art for it. So I knew getting into this, uh, some people were like unhappy with United We Falls art. And we used, uh, I think his name's Julek Heller. And I, I think I've talked about this on the show before that he was like a uh, 70s, 80s sci fi fantasy book cover. Like, I think he did some of like Michael Moorcock's like books and shit like that. Like, oh, this wow. guy's pretty well known. And uh, so he, he sent us stuff uh, as to what we could pick through that was licensable. And The Red Knight was one that kind of spoke to me and and I think it works perfectly for the album. But so, you know, some people are like, yeah, art, yeah. yeah, well, it's not, got, it's not, it doesn't have a zombie on it, puking and drinking beer or some shit. And it's like, Oh, fuck off. So, but I, I art's a, a very important thing to me for a record. Uh, it's got to draw you in. It's got to have an impact yeah. immediately, or you're, you're not even going to want to check it out. So as our last week's show discusses, right. Yeah. Oh, and so, 
Yeah. So I, I knew that I wanted Joe on this one. So I got a hold of him pretty early and I said, Hey man, I've got this idea. Um, and I think all I said to him was like, I want these like four banners or four, four cards playing cards and they're all Kings and they're all like tattered at the bottom. So they're almost like made of material. That's the only idea I have for this. Uh, just do whatever you want. And that's what he gave me. And I was like, beautiful. You, you nice. did. You always, he does it every time. Like, I don't, I'm like, Hey Joe, do this. Like if you look at a line among jackals, I was like, Hey, I only have like $50. Can you please just put a lion in the center and three jackals? And he drew me this like fucking full album, like full seven inch piece. That's just <laughs> encompasses the whole thing. It's fucking awesome. He's a fantastic Except he artist. used the Lion King art at first, which I thought really <laughs> took away. You know, it was Hakuna, me. Hakuna Matata. That was me. I used that, man. I was like, <laughs> it I don't was have money. Matata. I don't have any money for art. Uh, Wikipedia, here I come. So I went to the comments and snagged myself a picture of a lion. Uh, but yeah, the seven-inch art is, is fucking awesome. And uh, so I, obviously, like I said, having a working relationship with him and Volcana, I knew that I wanted to, to grab him you know, and have him do it. And like he does, he's a tattoo. He's, he's, he's an artist, but he also tattoos out in Boston uh, or uh, Massachusetts. Maybe it's not Boston, but, uh, and he, he does fucking great work. And so I, I was really excited, man. It's, it's, uh, it's got, uh, you know, that's, it's, it's, the coloration's real cool and unique. And uh, I, I think it works perfectly. Uh, it does everything we needed it to do. So yeah, I was, I was really happy with the art. I like the hand-drawn aspect. It does look like flash art, you know, like a yeah. No, that's flash that's his style, man. That's that's <clears throat> how looks he good. does. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. how he does. I mean, and, uh, he just keeps getting better. So I, I'm happy mm-hmm. to be part of that process. My favorite sleeping with evil. I just think she's so fucking hot. I want to. That's that. That's that. Uh, that's that. Yannick Bouchard yeah, or whatever. I, I want yeah. that and a poster. Can you get that? I Can have, you make that happen? I have that on a poster. I want that as a poster. Christmas is coming up. I want that. I totally, I would, I would, I would totally buy one. If like that was made available, I would buy it. I just, I just, yeah, we used, we used that art for a show. We like one of our few headlining shows in, uh, at the foundry. (laughs) It would have been, it would have been probably 2014, 2015. And, uh, I still have some of those laying around. It's, It's big. It's like 11 by 17. I think, no, not it's bigger than that. No, maybe it is 11 by 17. I don't know. But yeah, it, it's good. I thought it was cool art. So we definitely yeah. we put it Absolutely. put it on a shirt, you know, put it on that flyer and that dude does good art too, man. I, it's like I said, you know, it, it's we've always strived for cool art. And now before you say anything and I've already brought up the headless martial art, it was we were supposed to have the art that made it on the antique witcheries was supposed to be there will be blood. And uh the lady that Halsey Swain, she just was like late to getting it scanned in and it, she didn't meet her deadline. So we sat on that until the antique witchery. So that's, that's why that art is like that. But still like I, people bought there'll be blood because there was just this bare chested guy covered in fake blood with an ax, you know, like that also worked. It works for the whole record. You know, again, that was unintentional. We did that because we had to do that. We're coming down to the last minutes. I'm freaking out. Marshall goes, I got an idea. Grab that fake blood. And we went outside and dumped it all over him. And there you have it. There's there'll be blood. So but yeah, I mean, I, I, I like, uh, you guys know, you know, the kind of art that I dig because again, on, on the show, you know, I, I showcased, uh, some of my favorite art. And, uh, I, I think that this, I think we've, we've kind of, the art for all of our releases has, uh, definitely spoke to what's on it. It's like, uh, Joe Gettler did the art for the first Vindicator art he actually did was 
we reissued our, our side of a split in 2020. Um, we had done a split on a label on an Irish label. And, uh, I wanted to get that music. I didn't have it for sale on our band camp. So I had it kind of remastered and we added some, like, uh, like some different mixes of certain songs and whatever, a live version of one of the songs, but I needed art for it. And I was like, Joe, Joe, uh, I'm going to do, I'm going to do this EP and here's the name of it. And he sends me this one picture and I was happy with the first art that he sent. And he was like, nah, fuck that art. It sucks. And he sent me what we got. And I was like, holy shit. Like, that's the guy, that's what he does, man. He just, that guy don't fuck around. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm, as you can tell, I'm, I'm pretty happy with, uh, with how the art turned out. Very happy with the art. If you ever put a horse on another album, make sure it's rearing back and peeing. You know, yeah. you got to do that. <laughs> you know, that would be awesome. <laughs> peeing in someone's hate hole. <laughs> no, maybe like caricatures of all of us. There's. Did we there's... did we talk about this on a previous show of the horse peeing? Wasn't yeah, that it was a... la- it was our last show. <laughs> okay, yeah. that's what I thought. The album that's covers, man. Mostly, we were we were talking about Murray's sausage. So. Yeah, it was mostly yes. just a lot of sausage. Lot of sausage. Wow. sausage. All right, yeah. All right, I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, that's don't a, forget that, Billy. We got we're gonna the, the horse cock peeing. Yep. Oh yeah. man, so many possibilities. <laughs> yeah, we got the hate hole. We got all over the We place. got dreadbull yeah. fucking a truck. We got oh my god, there's just caricatures of all of us on the album. <laughs> no, that would be sweet. doing obscene things. Yes. Yeah, oh, man. Just yeah, hate hole. A, you could do a split album with heavy metal horror. You know. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah. You guys can finally get those songs out there that you've been. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'll send you some lyrics. I'll send you some lyrics. You can record Wizards of Gore, make it another album back to back. You know, (laughs) songs like Patty Pate, you're gonna you're gonna be a winner there. (laughs) Ask Riasis. Yeah. Yeah, invasion of body mat roundworms. Go for man. Yeah, go for man's great. (laughs) That guy getting his leg caught in his trap, he's got a gnaw through it. Get out, you know. (laughs) Choice. USDA choice right there. Hey, you know. When you have a line like blood spurts like semen on the grimacing demon as it deep throats your leg, come on, that's pretty (laughs) fucking great. (laughs) I mean, thank you, thank you. I wrote that one. Um, Yeah, and then uh, Chops got Flesh Inferno, you know, and the Saws family. Um, Yeah, there's some there's some classics on that one. I'll I'll send you some lyrics. You guys have you guys have fun with it. indeed <laughs> oh man hey Vic uh, thanks for letting us roast you um, yeah no problem really really appreciate uh, you know having you come on and well you're always on but but let us uh, you know get an album and listen to it and uh, you know bust your balls for a while but it's a really good album uh, your, no, thank your, your you. bands are good Vindicator's yes. a great thrash and uh, <laughs> Billy your solos were really really excellent thanks um, man and uh in spite of you knowing Vic, I think you're an all right guy, you know, just, uh, <laughs> Thank you. seem to be weathering it. Okay. That. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, slowly but, corrupting me. That's yeah. good. That's good. Uh, so any, any last thoughts, gentlemen, before we uh, wrap today's jocularity up? I think we've said it all. We certainly have. Yeah. Well, the new album sucks, but it's okay. <laughs> Hopefully the next one will be No, yeah. I'm not good, brother. Really good. Really good. Yeah. Enjoy it. So thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited yeah, no for the worries, next man. one. Thank you. Uh, I'm excited for the next one. And uh, no, I will send you some lyrics. And you guys, I'll give you a basic riff. And if you want to record them, you're welcome to it. I'd love to hear it, actually. Fuck recorded yeah. by a competent yeah. band and not just chop topping me, you know? Finally, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. admits the truth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Dreadbull wanted to join us when he had his mullet and he was wanting to play keyboards. I'm like, no, we're not going to do that. 
<laughs> can't have everyone on fucking that keyboards. Sick, man. <laughs> Gotta have nah, him Nick that. James again, right? Yeah. Well, the yeah. only song he could play was the theme from you know that cop movie with with uh, Eddie Murphy. I just wanted to play. Just wanted to play tambourine and cowbell. That's all. I, that's <laughs> right. all I'm good at. Yeah. Oh man, this has been fun. This has been Montag Master of Illusion. Chop top. Vince Tone. I'm still wild card. That's Billy down there. And you're Billy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm missing my I I got to do the commercial. You can find Heavy Metal Horror on SaintRadio.com. Listen to full episodes or download to your device. You can find us on Facebook, Heavy Metal Horror Podcast. On Instagram, look for Montag Lewis. One word. On YouTube page, if you're watching, you're on it. Heavy Metal Horror Podcast. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. And if you know someone who'd like our show, tell them about us. And you've been watching and listening to... Heavy. Heavy. Give us some horns, Billy. Metal. 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 Horror. Horror. Bud Light. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. This is Doug Helbring, and you have been listening to Heavy Metal Horror, the best podcast that you've never heard before.